This is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own R.B. Well, hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Beaver Tales with your very own RB. I hope you liked the last episode where we had Professor Mark Zebarth. In this episode, we have another person, not your typical immigrant, but a person with an interesting story to share. In this episode, we have Rose Muderman. She's not your typical immigrant, like I said before. She has an interesting reason how she came and landed in Canada and what she likes and dislikes about Canada so far. She has been here for a year and a half now. She's a digital marketer and I met Rose through a friend of a friend and we met at a networking event and I asked her and she jumped on the ship and said she's ready and willing to give the interview. So here we have Rose Muderman for another episode of Beaver Tales. Okay, thank you, Rose, uh, for coming on the show. And I'd like to ask first by uh, asking, what's your background? Where are you from? Uh, well, thank you, Rishi, for having me. And uh, I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. Also known as Holland, if you uh, mm-hmm. know. So how long have you stayed there? In the Netherlands? Mm-hmm. Well, I was born and raised there, right? So I was there until I was 20, so 20 years. Okay. And what brought you to Canada then? Well, that's a bit of a funny story, to be very honest, because in the last eight years, I have been traveling the world and I've been out everywhere. And when I was in New Zealand, I met this girl from Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. And my visa got expired in uh, New Zealand, so I had to leave the country. And she's like, if you want to crash on my couch, I have a spare bedroom or a spare couch for you. So I did. And I went all the way to Fort McMurray. If I knew how Fort McMurray was, I would have never, (laughs) never (laughs) gone there. But (laughs) So it wasn't planned at all? No, not really, actually. Wow. Wow. So how long have you been now in Canada? Uh, A year and a half now year and a half and uh, what made you stay so long then uh well with we everything um i found a guy and mm-hmm. fell in love and mm-hmm. <laughs> we moved in together kind okay. of thing yeah so that made me stay here okay so accidentally planned and then it's all romance from there i, I like that i like the story so it's like a bad movie isn't it <laughs> like oh. a rom com <laughs> Because people I interview mostly, they have everything planned. Like they start planning when we are going to immigrate to Canada and this is what we see, this is what we feel like. And this is the first time I'm hearing like somebody just plan to visit, not plan, just visit with their friend and then just stayed here. That's yeah, well, I was just only going to stay here one year for my working holiday visa, right? Because it's just only one year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just took a little bit longer. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm trying to get my sponsorship right now. Okay, uh, you're in the process of it. So how are you liking Canada so far? 
I love it. Um, we moved out for Murray mm-hmm. and we're living now in Kelowna, mm-hmm. which is definitely an improvement of Fort Murray because the cold was a little bit too much for me. Okay. So beautiful here. The people are super friendly, um, very understanding, and it is just amazing for outdoor hikes and rock climbing, which is what I'm really interested in. Okay. H- have you been to Canada before that? No, no, no. Never been here before. I have some family somewhere. Okay. And you must have heard something about Canada before you came over here. Oh, yeah. The Rocky Mountains, of course, and the maple syrup and <laughs> all the stereotypes. Okay. And did you find exactly the same, what you heard about? The Rocky Mountains was even more beautiful than I thought. Okay. Um, yeah, and how many hikes there were. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Um, they always say that the Canadians, I'm sorry for the stereotype, but Canadians mm-hmm. are very friendly and polite. And mm-hmm. I think that's true too. Mm-hmm. Definitely met my expectations. Okay, you met your expectations. I guess that's what making you stay back as well. One of the reasons I would say. Yeah, and it's not so crowded. Like, I don't know uh, about where uh, in Kelowna, but... Um, in the Netherlands, it's just super lot of uh, super modern people in there. It's like 80 million people okay. in a quarter size of Alberta. So I love the free space and <laughs> hmm. and not that every time I'm in a traffic jam. Okay, okay. So which part of Netherlands are you from? I'm from Rotterdam. Rotterdam. Describe. Uh, tell us about Rotterdam in general. How is life over there then different from here? So Rotterdam is the second largest port in Europe, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of traffic and, well, harbor lifestyle kind of a, kind of way. Okay. So it's always busy and everybody's in a, in a rush. It's just, a, yeah, it's like a, yeah, your typical city hub kind of thing. Like the little channels, of course, and, and, and the windmills. But uh, yeah, it is just always busy and everybody's always in a rush. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than that. Yeah, the only thing I know about Netherlands is Amsterdam Airport because that's the only place I had a hop <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> that's the, all I know. But I heard it's a beautiful place. Those people who have visited it, I bet it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I love Amsterdam. Although I'm from Rotterdam, I'm not supposed to say it because <laughs> Rotterdam and Amsterdam has a little bit of a rivalry between them. But uh, <laughs> I love Amsterdam better than Rotterdam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I'm taking in good spirit. So uh, what do you do for a living over here? Uh, over here, on the moment, I'm still waiting on my work permit, <laughs> which is taking a very long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was traveling, I'm an online marketer. Okay. So um, yeah. I was making Facebook advertisements and websites just to support my travels, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're finding the business over here or it's taking a little bit of time? Uh, I have a lot of interest. People that really want to hire me. But again, I, I still have to wait on the work permit. <laughs> okay. I yeah. So uh, and, I was hoping it was already coming through. It's supposed to be coming three months ago. It's just a little bit slow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Must be busy. Okay. And how's life over here otherwise, in Kelowna? Oh, I love it. I love it. We made so many friends and a lot of like-minded people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I don't know, my boyfriend, John, he's a yeah, real estate investor. And we met this in this group at yeah. OREG and we met so many friends through that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's been amazing. 
It looks like an amazing journey. It's fun for the journey, I bet, with the last year, year and a half that you have been here. Because uh, people I meet initially, what they tell their stories is, is they had to go through a lot of struggles in order to reach where they are. And very few people have come across and said, it's fun for the years. Yeah, yeah. And I could definitely relate to it. It's just um, waiting for visas is taking the longest time and the hardest time, right? Because the, the sponsorship on itself is going to take two years and that is just the minimum. Mm-hmm. It's not taking longer. Mm-hmm. So, so anything you, you want to tell, talk about Canada that you don't like? Because there are so many aspects that you have described so far that you like. Anything uh, that you don't like so far? Well, when I was in Fort McMurray, I didn't like that I had to drive five hours to the nearest town. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I had to get used to the, the distances, which was, um, quite a lot, a lot. quite a lot. Yeah. And, uh, my boyfriend doesn't really like flying. So we drive everywhere. Okay. Although it's like 16 hours. I'm like, <laughs> 16 hours of driving. My God. Yeah. Like, um, otherwise Kelowna is a little bit different than other Canadian cities mm-hmm. I've, I found, mm-hmm. um, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit um, superficial, a little bit, the people, okay. sometimes. Okay, what do you mean superficial? I, I would like to know a little more. Well, they're just, just very concerned about their looks and how they present themselves and if they have the, all the toys and the gadgets, again, okay. kind of thing. Okay, and it's not the case in other cities? Um, I didn't really find that uh, as, as much. Mm-hmm. In Fort McMurray, everybody has a little bit more money than anywhere else because of the oil reacts right yeah, but yeah. um i never had that feeling in edmonton or saskatoon or in banff or whatever mm-hmm. maybe and it's just how about the weather <laughs> uh, i love the weather definitely we moved to Kelowna mm-hmm. because in the winter time in fort mcmurray is just way too cold for me and the winter here was amazing we had a very mild winter this this year mm-hmm. and i just love the, the lakes and like the lake, lake boating and and enjoying the hot summers. Okay. And how was the weather in Fort Mac? <laughs> well, they have a hot summer, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's only like two months and then the last for the 10 months is winter. <laughs> I know, I, know you, I remember you were talking about that dog walk that you have to do in such a cold minus 40 degree weather. It's hard on the dog and hard on the person was yeah dog. yeah so so i worked at the spca as a wellness coordinator okay um, and then we had to walk the dogs because the yeah it's not so much space so in order to get them some exercise we had to walk the dogs mm-hmm. and we had like put a little booties on and we had to go outside for minus 45 for mm-hmm. half an hour each yeah. dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a little bit difficult <laughs> It is. It is. No doubt about it. So uh, I remember Fort Mac a couple of years ago, there was this big wildfire. And I guess you were not there at that time, were you? No, no. I came the year after that. But the aftermatch, I did witness that. It was brutal how much burned down and all the and the people that lost their houses. Such amazing, sad stories. And how is it coming along now? The building is being very, very slow. Okay. So... They, they started building, I think, in 2017. And it's like a year later after the fires because they had also like a long winter. Mm-hmm. 
So it just it comes really slow together, and some people just never return, right? Mm-hmm. So the house burned down, and they live now somewhere else. Yeah. So it it decreases the population, and yeah, the building doesn't go first because everybody's now living somewhere else. <laughs> Everybody might have a story to share at that time. I guess sad stories or or those kind of stories about lost something in the fire. And I guess it must be hard for you as well to talk to people and see um, how they are still coping with the life over here after all that uh, has happened. Yeah, so yeah, you, you come across very sad stories because the wildfires just happened so quick, right? Mm-hmm. So the, on the news, it was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, you have now one hour to leave the city, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. I remember stories from my friends telling me that they were literally driving in a sea of flames to get there out and uh, people that couldn't get their pets uh, because they were at work, for example, and had to just leave literally everything behind, Mm -hmm. which is really, really, really sad. Luckily, there was an organization that went after the fires were out to rescue the pets, but that's also like a week later. Mm. So... There's a lot of uh, sad stories of pets being dying uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it was very shocking. And for, for a lot of people, it was quite traumatic to witness, okay. especially losing everything they have, right? All their memories, all their photos, all their possessions. It was really hard for a lot of people. It is. I'm no doubt about it. It's hard. It's hard. And we heard stories at that time. They were, We were... Uh, hearing it over the radio or over the TV, but you know, to actually meet and, and talk to people, it, it must have been very sad. Yeah, yeah. I, indeed, like there was nearly all the trees were just gone. Like it was a lot of burned down. It was just like a black hill mm. where it used to be the trees. Wow. So okay. coming back to the good part of Canada. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, like I said, I just the weather here and the lake, it's the beautiful views. Um, I don't know, but the Netherlands is just flat. So for me, the mountains is just so incredibly sight to see. Mm. You're and, uh, a hiker? Oh yeah. Long term. <laughs> your favorite hike in Kelowna? Uh, I forgot the name of the track itself, but it is in the, in the Southeast and it's like an old train track. Okay. And it's like a little, you can go through the little tunnel Mm. Kettlewell? Oh. No. Oh, the Kettlewell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't recall the name. But you can bike over there as well. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one. And it's going to be your first summer in Kelowna, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, we, we visit our friends last time in the winter, so I'm really looking forward to the summer. We have two houseboating trips planned in the Shushwarps and... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And a lot of boating with our friends. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Summer is the best time to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, um, I really want to be, pick up the rock climbing again. And, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward You've to You've been that. a rock climber as well. Mm. In, in New Zealand, I, I did a lot over there. I just didn't find a partner here yet to do with. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll put a tough question for you. You've been to Netherlands, you have been to so many different parts of the world, including Canada. Honestly yeah. speaking, which is the favorite country you like so far? Um, I would say it would be New Zealand, for sure. Nice, sir. Yeah, yeah, I just love New Zealand so much because 
they have like the ecosystems from all over the world with an exception of the desert, which you can see in the next country over in Australia, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, diversity and um, the animals are just so unique because it's an island. Okay. Yeah, people were very friendly there as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, so before we close uh, the talk, one final question. What would be your advice to people who want to come and settle in Canada? Um, depends if you actually re you really want to settle. Um, definitely come here in, in the Okanagan because it's the most beautiful part in the whole uh, whole Canada. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but... I would say just do your research and start early with your visas. Okay. It is just so critical just to get started and off the ground. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't start until I came here, mm -hmm. and which was a mistake. I should have started straight up when I was in, in the Netherlands again. Okay. Okay. So start early with the visas and do your research. What about jobs and careers? Uh, well, I like to be an entrepreneur. So, uh, and everybody here is so pro entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. People are very open, open minded about it, and a lot of people doing it. And okay. especially Kelowna is like entrepreneur city. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I would definitely go like on Seek or something like that, or Indeed if you want to have like a normal job. Mm. And just dress well, but don't overdress. <laughs> Got it, got it. So I'd like to thank you a lot, Rose, for taking time out and coming on the show and sharing your views about Canada and yourself in general. Well, thank you for having me, Rishi. I really appreciate that you thought of me. Well, that was Rose Muderman. I hope you liked her interview. Like I said, she's not your typical Canadian immigrant. She wants to become one, but she has a story to share and that's an interesting story as well. And she has been to different parts of Canada now, so she can compare and tell the differences. I hope you liked this episode. If you have any comments or anything please write to us at beavertalesinfo at gmail.com would love to hear your feedback until next time until the next episode this is rb signing off beaver tales This is Beaver Tales, your weekly dose of successful Canadian immigrant stories. Beaver Tales, hosted by your very own R.B.